Advertising heroes and zeros in a moment. Our Africa Business Report and the Investment School still to come in this hour of the Money Show. Any questions, any points you'd like to make, any suggestions, any additions, any omissions you would like, uh, by all means, give us a shout. You can tweet me at Bruce Business or you can uh, contact the show on 31702 uh, or you can send us a WhatsApp message, of course, on 072-702-1702 here on the Money Show, which is brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking the bravery to imagine and the will to get things done. That's Africanacity. APSA is a registered FSP. Welcome to The Money Show on this Tuesday evening. Let's get straight into our advertising heroes and zeros. And Tim Zunkel is the creative consultant at Media Heads 360. It is the Tuesday after the Luries. Did you manage to attend, Tim, or did you watch from afar like the rest of us plebs? Bruce, I must be honest, I'm not the right media guy to really talk to about the Luries. I've always watched the Luries um, from a distance. And in fact, I've never cracked an invite. Never cracked an invite. But it is the Oscars. It is not this once. Fam- it, is, it is this fabulous, it's a, it's a fabulous gathering. And it pays tribute to, of course, the industry and to its most creative people. And there was some, very, I mean, I was delighted to see my uh, my creepy teacher, for example, win a gold lurie. It's my favorite campaign from the last 12 months, playing on the success, of course, of my octopus teacher. Absolutely. And I think you, you're spot on. I think... Uh, award ceremonies are for people in the industry celebrating each other, celebrating creativity and the ideas, very much like the South African Awards would celebrate radio and radio people. I think the awards are designed to celebrate the industry as a whole. I think for me personally, sometimes my reservation with awards like the Luries or even the radio awards, uh, and I judge the New York Radio Festival, for instance, is that we, we create material and campaigns for our peers and colleagues and not for consumers. And I think there's always a very fine line in some of the the campaigns that win, but I think you're spot on. There's been some really great material. I know Coca-Cola's done some amazing things. Uh, there was a chicken licking uh, billboard campaign that I really enjoyed. And it's fabulous to be able to celebrate South African creativity in the way in which the Luris does. Okay, and again, the other, the big issue, and again, it's a more of a branding issue than it's an advertising issue, but I can't get you on here and not ask you for an opinion on the great revamp of the FNB logo. Are you talking about the half Wi-Fi sign that many people... I take it you don't like it. <laughs> you, you know, I think, I think there's always going to be a challenge when you do a rebrand on, on such a big brand. Um, yeah. and a brand that's historically entrenched and it's moved over time. And, you know, in, in true South African style, it didn't take South Africans long to start poking some fun and having social commentary. I mean, I'd seen some rather hilarious sketches over the logo that created new pictures, some of them a little bit off colour. But You're talking about the G-string one. I mean, somebody was incredibly creative and uh, cr- cr- created a curvaceous bottom um, over the logo, so it made it look like a thong. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I mean, yeah, tasteless, but funny. Come on. It, it is. And, uh, you know, I, I think it speaks, to, it speaks to the South African spirit, but often uh, it's that ability for your brand to be front and centre which allows it the longevity to settle. And I'm sure that they've got... In the next quarter, 
They've got some serious rollout campaigns which help, help enforce the logo. Um, I, I mean, I'm traveling on the, the M1 between uh, the center of Johannesburg and Santon. There's there's a series of electronic billboards with a new logo and a bit of a payoff line. And I'm sure there's some messaging coming now. I always ask myself, was the initial brand presence strong enough to carry what they were what they were trying to do? I, I'm not hugely convinced. I'm not a customer. Um, I'm just an average guy who realizes their logos changed. And I wasn't buying into it immediately. But I'm sure over time it will settle. But that's the thing. I mean, I wasn't convinced the first time I saw it. Oh, come on. Another one of these um, things where you've got a perfectly lovely logo and it's all symbolic and it's Africa and it's the uh, the thorn tree and it's got the legacy of the rabbit and the thorn tree and all of that nonsense from 35 years ago. Uh, and then suddenly you look at this quite, I don't know, clinical, clean. And, uh, and I looked at it again today and I went, actually, it's not bad. And it is one of those things where I think when people are not talking about the fact that you've updated or changed um, your brand, I, I suppose that's more of a concern uh, than if they're poking a little bit of harmless fun at it. Absolutely. And I think this this contemporary move of brands to refresh, you know, what they look like is key because, you know, like if you don't do it now, when do you do it? And at which stage is the old thorn tree too old for the next step. So it's always going to be a challenge. And I think the bigger your brand, the harder it is to execute something like this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, and I also wonder, um, and I'm hoping to chat to Jacques Salier at some point this week, but I wonder if they, they, they came out with a couple of different announcements. One was the big brand refresh. And then the whole thing, there was a whole lot of other announcements, I think, which got dwarfed by the brand noise. Um, and I wonder whether or not, you know, the, the messaging around changes and operational changes and um, user changes on the app, for example, landed. But anyway, I'll pick up that with, directly with him. Uh, courier guy. Now, this is an, a really interesting business. Couriers are a little bit like, I don't know, ISPs or something like that, where, you know, as long as it works, you don't really care. Your package gets into the back of a truck, it gets delivered on the other side, and that's fine. To differentiate in the world of couriers, I think, is quite difficult. And courier guy seems to be landing a differentiation in a different way. And I think they're doing it in a very South African context. We spoke last week very briefly about the PK advert, which was number one in the series of the new Courier Guy ads, where they talk about delivering under South African conditions. And literally hours after doing the show last week, I saw the next two adverts in the series, which use colloquial language. They use recognizable South African faces. And they use people who could be the Courier, who rings your doorbell with a package from a company or a delivery or an order, uh, and it resonates. And it, it, and again, it, every time I see a courier guy vehicle, I'm immediately triggered by the adverts, and, and I think about it. And the other thing is the courier guys uniquely linked to Pudo, and Pudo also had a very unique set of South African adverts that really landed. And it, it gives me that South African context and that South African feel, which I think sometimes brands need to resonate with local audiences.
Okay, let's have a listen to the context. I remember the courier guy. Let's give you what it looks like, and you can correct me here if I'm if I'm missing it. It, it looks like a big warehouse, Tim. Um, there are a bunch of people sitting in a semicircle, and there's a bit of training going on. Um, and it's about how the courier guy needs to address the customer. Have a listen. Where's your manager? Hello, Minier, um, Pop and Flace. No, no, it's Pop and Fuss. Oh. Pop and Fuss. Next. Here you go, Mr. Zolani. No, no, no. The ex must clap. Oh. Oh. Oh, Lani. Okay. Here you go, Mr. Tolani. Hey. <laughs> oh, this was a good exercise. Oh. 50 box jumps, go. Okay. The courier that's, 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 that's enough. I mean, it's taking the mickey out of South Africans. South Africans notoriously are absolutely awful at, uh, well, certainly white South Africans are notoriously awful uh, at getting uh, uh, sort of South African clicks right in their language. And then, of course, taking the mickey out of it with excellent. And, uh, well, it should be excellent. Uh, but anyway, that's that's another thing altogether. But it's, it's, it's good fun. It's good, clean fun, I think. South African it, fun, particularly. It's good fun. And I think there's an element of this advert which is passive engagement so when you look at the way it's scripted they give you just long enough for your you to repeat pop and fuss or kolani <laughs> um so you're almost participating in the advert yes. in the same way so it, it, it's a very subtle thing but i like it could they do another series of them i think it may have come to the end of the road it, yeah, it, it may get become a bit tiresome. You, once you're onto a good thing, the temptation, of course, is to keep milking it and the people hate it. But don't, please don't do that, career guy. Please don't do that. Your next one is the zero. <laughs> um, and this one is, again, of, of a delivery. Um, to a door, um, and there are various signs on the pillars. You know, some people put, you know, beware of the snakes or beware of the puff adder or something. And nobody actually believes those signs, do they? Absolutely. And the sign in this advert says, but basically beware of the wildlife. Uh, and it's a momentum TVC for an insurance product. Um, and basically they've got a courier dropping off a product at a home with all these warning signs. And when he gets to the door, the door opens and there's a Labrador that's basically dressed up to look like a lion. Um, and I just don't think the brand messaging lands. I think the cool kids in the advertising industry may say that it might be a little bit lame. Um, and I also think at a time when short-term insurers are under the microscope with what's been happening in the news uh, and companies uh, being interrogated for, for price fixing, I think if you're going to be in the marketplace with messaging, it's got to be accurate. It's got to be concise. It needs to speak to your product. And maybe this is an opportunity to redeem yourself if you have been guilty. And if you know you're not guilty, it's an opportunity to position yourself above your competitors. And I don't think the Lion Bredor advert does that. And what's a Lion Bredor? A Lion Bredor is a cross between a lion and a Labrador. And when you look at the television commercial, that's the pet that answers the door. Um, and that's it. It just, the messaging in the advert doesn't land it doesn't make a lot of sense and it leaves me asking what the hell's going on here 
Now, if you've seen the ad, you'll have a good picture of it, and it is uh, a delivery guy arriving at a house. Uh, where I think, the, to me, the weirdest thing about the house is it hasn't got an eight-foot wall around it. It's actually got a front door that's open to the street, <laughs> which is, again, it's like, what is this place? Um, but, again, there are many parts of South Africa that are not um, secured up to the hilt, uh, but it does have signs, and this is why it's got signs saying, beware of the lion. Uh, George, let's have a quick listen. It's more visual than it is audio, but let's have a little listen. As South Africans, we do a lot of strange things to feel safe. But safety is a science. That's not science. Move to an insurer who rewards you for keeping safe with a yearly cashback bonus of up to 30%, even if you claim. SMS uh, and that's when the, the, the Labrador comes out and it's got like a, a, an artificial mane around it and then almost licks the delivery guy to death. It, it's a, probably an idea that looked good in a storyboard. That's it. And, you know, I think when you see the, the commercial and you hear the message at the end, the, the two don't have a causal link. It, it makes me as the viewer think too hard as to what should I be doing here? What what do they want me to do? And I basically tune out of the message at the end because I'm lost. So it, it doesn't score highly for me. Okay, thank you very much, Tim. Lovely to have you on. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Creative consultant at Media Heads 360, Tim Zunkel. Tim Zunkel. Um, uh, he's a hero this week to Courier Guy for the latest in a series of ads about training courier people. Um, the last advert you'll remember, which I think was stronger than this one. This one is a bit of fun and lighthearted, joshing at South Africans' inability to get each other's languages. Uh, but the, the first one was um, the spoof of the very, very brave security guards of course, they get caught in the crossfire in a cash and transit heist. And only in South Africa do you take that sort of real-life footage of these guys courageously driving and coming under a semi-automatic rifle fire and, and surviving the day and being held as heroes as they are. But then turning that into an advertising spoof and getting away with it, I think, is remarkable. So, yeah, courier guy um, getting the hero status this week. Momentum, sorry for you. Um, the lion bridle just doesn't bite it. Um, that is disappointing on that particular front. FNB, we're softening to the new logo. And the Luris, yep, uh, celebrating the great success, of course, of South Africa's advertising industry.